which have behavior problems and don't want to be told what to do. Take a good look at your reflection because you are made in the image of God and you and I need to see how God sees us. If you are a busybody in every man's matter, know that God sees your nose too. Mm. Let that one sink in for a minute. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 4 verses 9. Well, it looked like it must have stoned everywhere else, didn't it? Blood must have came. Blood at the church out. Deuteronomy 4 verse 9. To thyself and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, and lest they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them to thy sons, and thy son's son. Take heed to yourself. Amen. That seems to be a problem with us is that we don't guard our own life. We are too busy trying to dissect other folks' life. He said, lest thou forget the things which thy eyes have seen, lest they depart thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them. That's the thing about that we come to a problem is being taught. Come on, somebody. While you are being taught, then you want to teach. Huh? So, use your time wisely. When it's time for you to be taught, then that's when you need to suck all in and keep all things that are said that pertain to this life and your life. Amen. You don't want it to be known that God came to the right and you went to the left. Amen. Why? Because you weren't paying attention to instructions. And that what happened when you're in school. You don't pay attention to instructions, and then when your final exam comes and you got an F on your card. And the teacher tell you, said, you never was in class. Yeah, I was right here. She said, Yeah, your body was, but your mind wasn't. Deuteronomy 10. I know that could be so because I was the first one trying to get up out of there. Huh? Come on now. Do you not know when you're a clock watcher you miss a whole lot? Deuteronomy 10 verses 12 and 13 says, and now, Israel, what do thy Lord require of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, walk in all his ways, 
and to love him and to serve the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes which I command thee this day for thou good. Now listen. Everything that was said by the prophet Moses as he gave them instruction, all of it pointed towards God. Am I right? He said, love the Lord. Huh? Fear the Lord. Walk in the Lord's way. Come on now. Serve the Lord. Oh, well, you know what? If we did all of that, we wouldn't have time to look at nobody else's business. Huh? Because you know what? If we did all of that, our plate would be full. Come on now. To walk in his ways, that's a full-time job right there. Huh? And while you're walking in his way, guess what? You got a love on him. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And then when he come down to serving him, you got to be able to say, yes, Lord. Amen. You got to serve him with all of your mind and your heart and with your entire being. You got to be appointed to serve your God at all costs. Hmm. Even when you don't feel like it. Huh? Because then, you know, you have to reflect back on what if he didn't feel like going to the cross? Huh? And this fear of God is, is to reverence God. Give God his reverence. To honor him. Amen. So, if we do that, then we would be mindful of how we appear to God. We would be mindful of how we act in his presence. We would be mindful of how we let things come out of our mouth. It would keep us mindful. Hmm. So we need to go, when we go and look in the mirror, we need to go and look in the mirror and say, Lord, I didn't die every eye today. I didn't cross every teeth. But Lord, I'm sure trying. Huh? Send me my help. Come on, somebody. Proverbs chapter 6. Verses 16 through 19. Amen. Let's read, please. Uh-uh. These 16 do the Lord hate. 
Yea, seven are abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, a hand that shed innocent blood, a heart that devised wicked imagination, feet that is swift in running to mischievous, a false witness that speak lies, and he that sow a discord. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And the, the more that you need to really pay attention to is the fact that he said he hated a proud look, a spirit that makes one overestimate himself mm. and underestimate others. Ain't nobody like you but you. Huh? Come on, somebody. A lying tongue. Woo! It's right. Because all liars going to have their part in the lake that burned with fire and brimstone. Woo! When you look in the mirror, tell Lord, Lord, help me stop lying. Uh, all these here are mirror reflections. So you ain't got to point at nobody else. When you do the mirror reflection, you're looking at your own self. So you tell Lord, Lord, help me to stop lying. A hand that shed innocent blood. If you don't know what you're talking about, shut your mouth. Huh? Come on now. We kill folks with false information. A heart that manufactures evil thoughts and plans. Oh, you are the author of it. Huh? He said, you are the author of the wickedness. You are the author of the plans of your wickedness. And your feet is swift to run to it. Ooh, Lord have mercy. False witness that breathe out lies. And guess what it, the, 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 the uh, Amplified Version said? On the oath. <laughs> huh? In other words, we'll sit right in the church and lie. I ain't lying. <laughs> Come on, somebody. And here come the worst part. And he that sowed discord among the brethren. You called division among the saints of God. God going to get you. He's going to get you. In his due time, he's going to get you. Amen. Because you know what? That leads to shedding of innocent blood. And God will get you. Why? Because he said he hated. He said he despised it. So now we got to look at the thing more serious about the things that God despised. Amen. Because see what we do, we think it's okay when we are operating in the flesh, but it ain't okay. Not on this side of salvation. On this side of salvation, it's not okay to continue to operate in how you feel in the flesh. You got to find out what God likes, and you got to find out what God don't like. And it's each and every saint 
job to find out what we can only teach you what God said but you got to find out what God don't like in you go right back to that mirror again come on somebody if you don't like it God hates it hello somebody Sixteenth chapter of Proverbs. Remember one thing: you might get away with it temporarily, but it will catch up with you. And God knows exactly the time, the season, and the whereabouts for it to catch up with you. Huh? He's not in no hurry. Where can you go? This is his world. You can't escape it. You can't escape his presence. You can't escape his nowhere. He knows where you are. Amen. Mirror reflection. 25th verse of Proverbs 16 says, There's a way that seemeth right unto you know why I seem it right unto a man? Because a man is thinking and operating within himself. He do not acknowledge God at all in the equation. He do not even ask God for direction, instruction, or nothing else in the equation. Because he thinks he got it all together. And when you think you got it all together, look what it says. But the end there are of the ways of God said you leading your own self to your own grave. Wow. Well, this is the way I, this is what I think about. God ain't asked you what you thought about nothing he said. He gave you instructions on what you should do. And then when you try to second guess what God said and talk about what you think, then you made yourself a God. And he's going to bring you down. Come on, somebody. Don't you ever get to the point that you think you know more than God. Remember one thing. It was him that had to save you. You didn't save him. So you didn't know too much if he had to come and save you. Come on, somebody. Huh? You had already failed in a pit if he had to come and save you because you were going by what you thought. Amen. So, watch that seem right. Seem right is a mess. And you know why? Because the devil knows how to make things seem right. He good at making things seem right. Because he knows how to talk to your flesh. And he gives your flesh that seem right appetite. And you fall for it every time. Amen. You override what God has said because you have got this spirit in your ear that's telling you what seems right. 
So you ignore what is right. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Hey, go back to that mirror. Help me, Lord, that I can see like you see. Huh? We got to learn how to see like God see. And the only way we can learn how to see like God see is follow what God said. He ain't going to show you nothing if you ain't going to follow him. Why should he show you anything and you won't follow him? Amen. You can go ahead on and pull out your dictionaries and your encyclopedias. You can, you can pull out all, all the books that you got that's gonna, that you're going to reference to. But guess what? Out of all of your getting, you better get some wisdom. You better get some wisdom. Come on, somebody. Too many smart folks that already went to the grave and ain't no telling which way they headed. Huh? Because why? They believed in what they believed in instead of believing in God. Come on now. Go to Matthew chapter 7. I've ran upon a many people that call themselves talking for God. And God hadn't said a word. Amen. Gave advice. Gave me instruction what God wanted me to do. I said, well, if God can tell you that, he can tell me too. Because I got a listening ear. Come on down. Hmm. One, <laughs> one told me, uh, my wife wasn't the one for me. And then he turned around and lost his wife. Now, I wonder who was right and who was wrong. Come on, somebody. Huh? Do you want watch what you let come out of your mouth? God will make a fool out of you. Because you know what? You spoke a lie that said what he said and he didn't say it. And if you speak a lie against God, you're going to pay for that lie one way or the other. Amen. Yeah. I know she. I, I know he lost her because <laughs> a boyfriend came to visit my wife, and he brought her with him. And they didn't know the house they were coming to, but I knew. <laughs> Come on now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Speaking in tongues, too. Speaking for God. Yeah. Don't always work like that. Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta don't mean God speaking. 
There is another spirit. And there is another tongue. Come on, somebody. You got to know the spirit of the Lord for yourself. Why tell you I ain't lying to my baby? I ain't lying. Matthew 7, verses 1 through 5. Let's read. Judge not that ye be not judged, for with what you judgment ye judge, you shall be judged. And with what measures you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why behold thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in your own eye. Ooh, Lord Hammers. I looked at that and it said, why are you beholding the small splinter that's in your brother's eye? And it said, and you got a, 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 a tree trunk in yours. Huh? It said, you sitting up there with a beam of timber, timber in your eye. And you worry about the small moat that's in somebody else's eye. Good God Almighty. You can't see clear. But looking at somebody else. Huh? The fourth verse says. But how would thou say to thy brother. Let me pull out the moat that is in thine eye. And behold the beam is. You more concerned about somebody else's salvation than you is your own. You concerned about somebody else's wrong and overlooking the whole book of yours. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Huh? Ain't that something? How can you say to your brother, let me get the tiny particle out of your eye? When there is the beam of timber in your own eye. Lord have mercy. Bro, leave my splinter alone till you get that tree out of yours. <laughs> fifth verse. Oh, now fifth verse gonna make me he gonna make you mad. Come on, let's 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 get mad together then. Die hypocrite! First cast out the bean out of thy own eye, and then shall thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother. Now Jesus said, when you do anything, you a hypocrite. You looking at what's wrong with somebody else when all of yours is wrong too. I need to correct myself before I go trying to correct Emma. Huh? It'd be a shame for me to correct Emma and then I go to hell. And on Emma on her way up, she's saying, bye-bye, Larry. Come on now. <laughs> Why are you going to see that somebody else get to heaven and you bust hell wide open? Because you don't want to look at your own self. You don't want to correct you. Wow. You know what? That's going to be a large amount of people that's going to go 
to hell, not because that they didn't go to church, not because that they didn't believe in Christ, but it's going to be because they did not correct themselves by the word of God. And the Bible tells us that it's going to be the word that's going to judge us. So if we don't correct ourselves by the word, then guess what? We are going to the judgment seat. Oh, that part don't, that part don't, don't, that part ain't for me. Huh? That part belong to Marsha. <laughs> and God gonna thunder back, Marsha, go ahead on and deal with that part that belong to you. I'll take care of him later on. Huh? I'm gonna show him what part of that belonged to him. Good God Almighty. And we don't understand this judge that we sit gonna be sitting before. He gonna judge each individual based on that individual. Come on now. Ain't no point now Frida sitting there talking about Lamont made her do it. She had a choice. She had a choice whether to do it or not do it. Come on now. Now she might have did it out of weakness, but she still had a choice. Amen. Now, heaven forbid that if she called 911 because the mother had a gun upside her head and made her do it, other than the story. <laughs> I, I hope the mother. I don't think he's not going out like that. No, 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 no. He's been living too long to go down there now. Come on now. Try to keep the little humors around me, y'all, y'all. If because if y'all if y'all don't look like y'all did Sunday, I'm gonna stop. My Lord. Because Lord, y'all was looking like oh, who is he talking to? Yeah, like what green light? What green light? Come on now. Amen. So watch how we proceed to see things. Because uh, the way we see things may not be the way it is. Amen. And sometimes because of how we proceed to see things, we wind up tearing up each other. Come on, somebody. By the way we see things. Then guess what you just did? You just became a judge. Amen. Go to Matthew chapter 12. Verses 33. Over there. Let's start at the 33rd verse. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or either make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt, for the tree is known. What you saying? 
So what you is is what you show. What you is is what you live. And you display it. A tree displays the fruit that is on it. So your life displays the person that you are. Amen. Either make the tree sound and healthy. And its fruit sound and healthy. Or make the tree rotten. Diseased and bad. And its fruit rotten. Diseased and bad. For the tree is known and recognized and judged by its fruit. And he'll judge by your action. Come on, somebody. I don't know. I ain't gonna use a fruit tree. I'm gonna use a common tree, and that's a, a that's a crate myrtle tree. Once a crate myrtle tree get these little white bugs on it and start turning it black, it has become diseased, and it's got to be taken care of. Or it's going to kill the tree. Amen. No point in you looking at a crate myrtle with done barked and turned black and got all these white spots and talking about, Woo, I got a healthy tree. No, baby, you got a sick tree. And that's the way God see your life. When, you, when your life done got all spotted up and your life is turning different colors and you ain't walking according to God, you ain't healthy. You are not spiritually healthy. And if you don't be spiritually healthy, God said you are rotten and diseased. Wow. Amen. You got, you, you, you get a sheet, Rob? Okay. I'm in uh, Matthew chapter 12. I'm going to the 34th verse. So let's read 34 first. Oh, generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, I didn't mean to say that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it was in your heart to say it. And it came out of your mouth. And you couldn't stop it. Why? Because it was in your heart to say. Wow. <laughs> oh, generation of snakes. Because you know that's what a viper is now. And this is what Jesus is calling. He calling them snakes. Huh? And guess what? Worst thing to have in the house of God is a snake. He'll slide from side to side. See who he can inflict some venom in. And cause them to inflict some venom in somebody else. To try to cause it to be a domino effect. In the house of God. Now you see why God, later on this time, why God said that a judgment shall first begin at the house of God, and then it's going to spread abroad. God got to get, 
Lord have mercy. God ain't taking no infected church back to glory. Everything that's in the house of God that's going back to glory is going to be producing good fruit. Ain't nothing rotten going to glory. God will tell you how he felt about disease when they had leprosy. He will put them out of the camp. Come on, somebody. So that it won't affect, infect the other saints. Watch what you say. Amen. So he said that out of the abundance of the heart, the overflow, the superabundance of your heart, your mouth spoke. Then when I think about it a minute or two, I said, oh, James, I didn't mean that. Yeah, you did. Or you wouldn't have said it. Come on, somebody. 35th verse says, A good man out of the good treasures of his heart bring forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasures bringing forth evil things. But I say unto you, that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof. You mean to tell me catch up time is going to get us? You mean to tell me them words ain't going to get away? That we're going to be brought to the judgment seat of God and got to give an account of every idle word? Ain't that what it said? And it said, for by your words, now, I don't want to get there yet. I'm bag up. For I tell you that on the day of judgment, men would have to give an account for every idle, inoperative, non-working word that came out of their mouth. If your word didn't create life, uh-oh. If it was a non-working word, uh-oh. It's time to look at the music. Yes, Lord, I did it. And head to the altar. Come on now. Huh? Hey, Rob, this ain't no time to sweep nothing under the rug. Because when God comes, he's taking the carpet up. Woo! You know how it is. Anybody ever replace their carpet? When you take the carpet up, you find a whole lot of dirt that you didn't know that was up under that carpet. So ain't no point you sweeping it under the rug. It's already got enough dirt up under there. That's right. <laughs> Steamer cleaner can't get all that dirt out. My, my, my. Huh? So the 37th verse says, For by thy word thou shalt be justified, and by thy word thou shalt... Your words are going to dictate where you are going. Yes, ma'am.
Every conversation that you do is not pertaining to the word of God. I'm talking about misconduct words. Misconduct that are not becoming a saint. That would destroy another person. Now, if you and Lamont is battling over you burnt the darn beans, he's supposed to be hollering at you. Hollermont? Come on now. God ain't going to get him for you burning the beans. Now you understand? Thirty-seven verse in the amp says, "For by your word you will be justified and acquitted." Oh Lord, have mercy! Your word, if you if you got justification, if God see you got justification, He gonna acquit you because you know you're guilty. But He gonna acquit you because He's based on your works. And He said, "By your word you will be condemned and sinners." So if you try to hide it and don't confess it, guess what? You're going to be sinners. And the simple thing that we find it so hard to do is go to God and confess. Why? Because we allow pride to get in the way. We be down there in prayer. I don't want nobody to hear my being to God. I already know your being there. Come on now. Ain't nothing you've done that you didn't hear from God that he don't know nothing about. Not absolutely nothing. Come on now. He can give you dates, times, and places. Amen. So don't think that, you know, oh, this is just going to pass away. No, you're going to have to get rid of it. You're going to have to go to God and repent of it. You're going to have to go to God and get forgiveness of it. You're going to have to give, go to God and let God say, daughter, okay, son, okay. Don't you take it for granted and take nothing with you. Because if you take it to the last day, it might be the very thing that keeps you out of glory. Stop listening to these quacks talking about once saved, always saved. You can buzz hell straight from the church. He that endured to the end say I shall be saved. Huh? To endure, you, you got to work. To endure, to endure, you got to work on you. I got to work on me. Come on now. Ain't no point in me look, you looking at you and talking about you in worse shape than I am. What, bad shape is bad shape. Right, right, right. <laughs> Come on, somebody. All right, Robin. Bad shape is bad shape. So I ain't got no, I ain't got no time to be talking about how bad a shape you in and how less a bad a shape I am. Bad shape is bad shape. And they both get the same punishment. Amen. Let's go to 
just got some more added to this. Uh, sort of like the same thing, but it's got a little bit more added to it. So I decided to leave it in there just for the sake of getting the rest of it. Amen. Luke 6, verse 36, but not, yes. Let's read 36 through 39, please. Merciful as your father also is merciful. Judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and it shall be forgiven. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet, with it the same measure to you again. Now, here he is telling you that God is merciful. God is sympathetic. God is tender, has a tender response towards you. And he said, if you don't show that merciful or that sympathetic or tender response toward others, he won't show it toward you. Judge not, neither pronounce judgment nor subject. Come on. Because guess what? It's going to come back to you. If you pronounce somebody guilty, God said, guess what? He going to pronounce you guilty. Because you know what? You were working out of order. Huh? You were working out of order because God the only one to know who's guilty and who's not guilty. God the only one that knows who's acquitted and who's not acquitted. You made yourself a judge. And the Bible tells me that the only judge that's going to stand is going to be the last day of the judgment seat of God. So you don't put yourself above the judgment seat of God. You done already predestinated somebody to go to hell or somebody to be condemned. And he said, I'm going to send it back to your house. Wow. Y'all know how we, oh Lord, have mercy. Jane, they know how we do that. That boy's so bad, he ain't gonna do nothing but bust me your wide open. <laughs> and this ain't the day for hell. So you don't prejudge somebody. You don't know what God doing with that person. Come on, somebody. Well, I'll show who God grabbed the fibers of his mind so he can be saved. But no, that boy going to bust hell wide open. Yeah, we will. Never thought that we were prejudging somebody. Huh? He might look raggedy as a sauerkraut, but it might be the next prophet in this time. You ever know what God doing? Who would have thought that little old puny, scrawny David was going to be king of Israel? 
and whoop a nine foot giant with a single rock. Put on Saul's sword and it fell off of him. He was so skinny. Come on now. And some of y'all would have been there and said, oh man. Goliath going to use him as a toothpick. Clean out his teeth. Huh? And you know what? I got to throw this. You going to say, Goliath going to use him as a toothpick and clean out his teeth. But yet still, you behind the mountain shaking. Going, Jay? No, ain't going. You going? You going, Mother Mother? No, ain't going. Let days ago. <laughs> Come on now. So we pass judgment, though. We take God's place. Amen. He said. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. Oh, some of y'all, oh, no. Mm-mm. Lord, you're going to have to look over me for this help. Mm-mm. I can't forgive Rosetta for, oh. No, Lord, Mm-mm. What she did? It's unspeakable. Lord, she really hurt me. Now, that's the time you're going to hell with it. (laughs) Rosetta ain't going, you going. Because you will not forgive. I don't care if it's your enemy. Let me ask you a question. Why go to hell for your enemy? Come on now. You know you done been there. I've been some time to, uh, some folks that I couldn't stand to look at, but I had to get over that. Huh? I look at them and go on. Come on now. Because my soul is worth more than going to hell for somebody I hate or dislike. I speak to you. You don't speak to me. Oh, well, that's on you. Come on now. Use the wisdom. Get you some understanding. Understand what God requires of you. He said if you don't forgive, he won't forgive you. Look at all the wrong you did against him. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Huh? Boy, we did a life of wrong against him. But somebody just do what, Rosetta? One wrong thing, Rosetta, I Girl, you shouldn't have done that. Huh? And you done lived crooked all your life. But she did one thing that you can't forget. 
Can I give you a news break? But you want God to forget everything you did. Come on, Come on. Hello, somebody. So be careful. Amen. Well, I'm going to read the 39th verse because it's so advertising. Let's read it, please. Wait a minute. Can the blind, you can't see, and you trying to lead somebody else. You don't know the truth and you trying to tell somebody else what to do. 